When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My Seven Chakras, and now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, host and founder of My7Chakras, my7chakras.com, the show where we help you experience effortless healing, awakening, and abundance. Now, today's episode, we're going to talk about some really fascinating, interesting, and mystical topics such as the Akashic Records, the importance of surrounding yourself with uh, kind people and near-death experiences, NDEs. So if you'd like to explore some or all of these topics at your home or maybe in your car, then make sure that you hit the subscribe button because what it does, it does something to the algorithms within the podcasting world. I don't know what that is, but it does something to the algorithms so that people who do not usually see our podcast are able to come across our episode. So hit subscribe, be part of our group. And if you'd like to join our official Facebook group of our podcast, the place where we um, you know, have these exclusive discussions and we talk about some amazing stuff that we don't discuss otherwise, and we do some breath work. Then go to my7chakras.com forward slash tribe. My seven is a word, my7chakras.com forward slash tribe. And with that being said, let's bring on our special guest for today, Teza Shalchita. The Te- Teza is a mystic and Akashic records teacher, healer, and author of three best selling books Universal Conscious Self. Ions of Manifestation and Cosmic Soul. And she believes that everyone can have access to their Akashic records. We are part of the universal collective consciousness of human beings. And we are here to help others transcend this lifetime into oneness. And this episode stems from my own intention to connect with more creators and healers and yogis from in and around Vancouver. Because historically, as you might know, my guests have been from USA, but I want to grow locally now and really connect with our community. So Teza, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. And are you ready to inspire? Yeah, super ready. Great. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Wonderful. So it's uh, super exciting. We usually start with an inspirational quote. So what is that one quote that you have on your mind right now and how do you apply it in your life? Mm. So this uh, special quote is from uh, Shanti Deva. It's um, I tapped into this when I was going through uh, Dark Night of the Soul. So I actually literally wrote it down just because it's so uh, deep. For as long as space endures, and for as long as living beings remain, 
Until then, may I to abide to dispel the mystery of the world. It's a Bodhicitta's um, mantra. Could you share that once again? Because I want to make sure that it, you know, um, is ingrained in me. Yes. For as long as faith endures, mm -hmm. and for as long as living beings remain, mm -hmm. until then, I, may I too abide to dispel the mystery of the world. Mm. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. And how do you apply this quote in your life? How does it speak to you? <laughs> it speaks to me that uh, we are living in a um, a dark uh, Kali, Kali Yuga. This is the dark age. And in that, there's a lot of uh, human suffering. And if we have not awakened, we are going to be lost in the chaos. So for me, as long as space endures and human beings are here, I'm asking the divine that I will be dwelling, abiding in uh, helping others mm -hmm. to transcend their victim consciousness. Awesome. Thanks a lot for sharing. And I think that's very profound because we are living in times of a lot of uncertainty, a lot of stress, anxiety, a lot of changes are happening. People might be losing jobs or there are relationships that are breaking up or maybe, you know, unforeseen deaths and sadness. And in such a situation, a lot of people do not have the tools or practices to process what they just experienced as well as release the trauma that they might be going through and i think as healers it's our responsibility to help and support these people so thanks a lot for sharing that um let's start at the very beginning mm -hmm. maybe we could talk about your childhood where were you born and brought up yes. so i was born in uh, philippines manila mm -hmm. so yeah i was um, i was a child of uh, nature so I climbed the trees every morning, look at the plumeria flowers. I talk to the trees, the flowers, the frogs. Mm -hmm. I'm so connected to Mother Earth. And I lived there for 17 years. And in that childhood, um, I was um, experiencing a near-death experience at two years old. So I was diagnosed with diphtheria in the hospital and uh, my mom was telling me the story and I have this vivid vision of myself and my mom carrying my body and my two brothers running in the hallway. So that vivid vision is so in depth within me that I always have that, uh, that within me and I feel that the things that I'm uh, doing now is actually connected to that near-death experience because I have a lot of out-of-body uh, astral projection that I do, you know, so I travel, <laughs> a lot of astral traveling. 
Cool. That's amazing. Thanks a lot for sharing. Now, when you the, you, the condition that you had, could you explain to the audience what exactly that is? A diphtheria is uh, like a bacterial infection. You know, mm -hmm. when we have the immunization now, uh, the vaccine of DPT, diphtheria polio pertussis, you know, that is now given to the children because uh, in 1960s, I, I was, um, in 1965, that vaccine wasn't around. And yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's so fascinating that the experiences that we have as ch children, sometimes there's a plant experience and then yeah. life comes a whole circle. Yeah. And, you know, we have the same experience or maybe we do that same vocation or we're doing that same practice in some way or the other connected to that one experience that we had as a child. Now, in my case, I, as a child, had a lot of uh, wheezing problem, a lot of respiration issues. I literally could not breathe in wow. many instances. And I used to have these uh, spacers and these different sprays that I used to spray into my lungs so that I could breathe. And these days, I'm actually doing breath work, which is I'm teaching people how to breathe correctly and yes, properly so that they get energy and can, you know, transform their lives. So it's very fascinating how something at all yeah. in your childhood reminds you of what you probably need to focus on in the future. So it's so wonderful true. that you had that experience. I mean, not wonderful. I'm sure there's a lot of <laughs> difficult trauma that is associated that you're working on right now, mm -hmm. uh, but it's definitely special. So... How was your life growing up as a teenager? Um, at some point, yeah. you said that you moved yes, to I, USA? Is so my, my uh, blueprint, my incarnation is uh, literally about sex, uh, sexual abuse, death and sexual abuse. I have four or five planets in Scorpio. I studied astrology, but I don't do it uh, professionally. Mm -hmm. So I'm so in tune with the planets and I like investigations so just like what you were creating like death at a young age I was actually being sexually abused uh, by the babysitters as an infant oh. so during that time that's when the sexual abuse was happening and I put them all together when I was uh, 27 so I uh, migrated to Los Angeles mm. from Manila. And also I came from a tribe. I have six brothers and three sisters. Okay. And I'm, I'm number 10. Okay. So, yeah, I, I feel like I was um, prepared or I chose, my soul chose this tribe so I could literally see how uh, behavior works, the mind works and how you can create a community because I could read them, you know? So as a mm -hmm. child, I was uh, prophesying. I was a mystic, reading palms at the age of nine. Mm -hmm. I would have vivid vision and I would tell my brother, your flight is canceled and you're coming back and literally happens. So they're mm -hmm. like, you know, it's so awesome. Yeah. Right. So you're having these experiences, you're having these premonitions, you're receiving this information. So what is the reaction of your brothers and sisters? Like, are they saying, What's, yeah. what happened to her? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up uh, being supported. So that's the beauty of my family. Mm. Okay. They believe in me. So okay. 
I was the entertainer, so I grew up like an entertainer. They would uh, always listen to me. I um, they always have high expectations, and it's actually um, a very good childhood because in the school I was the president of the class every year. Okay. You know, yeah, very highly um, provided. Like self-esteem is really uh, wholesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for letting us know. I think it's really important, especially yeah. in the formative years, right, to have the right self-esteem, to have the yeah. right support structure in your siblings, and especially your parents make such a huge difference. Um, so as a teenager, yeah. what did you want to become? And by the way, when you, when you, when you, when you share, if you could try to uh, speak a bit louder, just so that okay. the microphone, you know, the picks microphone. up the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> So as a child, I literally have a lot of titles. When they ask me, what's your name? I would recite all these names. I'm mm. Maria Teresa. My real name is Maria Teresa. Tez, Techi, Teza. I will create some other names. It's so fascinating now. I look back. What mm. am I doing? You know? Uh, and then I wanted to be a doctor, a lawyer, uh, an actress. So all these things are in my ambition list, right? Mm. But it didn't happen that way. I became a nurse. And yeah. So everything is just uh, falling to the right place. So healing is my one, uh, number one passion. As a nurse, I was healing a lot, a lot of people who are dying. So I had experience. 100 or more people die when I'm there in the shift mm. so then i recognize you know death is a big part of my uh, calling so mm. i felt like i was a gateway for the elders uh to transition with love and into the light because uh, my experience as a nurse in the nursing home i've been there 28 years i'm still yeah. there casual my experience are the elders are very lonely because the family members are not visiting them. So they have a lot of fear letting go of uh, their, their body. So mm -hmm. they're literally just waiting for their uh, guide to let go of their suffering and feel uh, welcome. You know, I always say this simple, very simple. I wasn't into this deep consciousness. I was just doing the things that I know how. So I will just say, um, you can just close your eyes and then you will find your loved ones waiting for you. And they love you. They're waiting for you. And the residents, literally, sometimes they're comatose and they will open their eyes and just have this amazing light, and, uh, uh, you know, illuminating from them and they're happy mm. and they just have the smile and they close their eyes and the room is filled with the soul it's a huge mm. beautiful gift that i receive when uh, when uh, they passed on mm. yeah so you know seniors is something that i'm passionate about as well and uh, after my MBA here in Vancouver, I worked at a company where I had an opportunity to do a senior living project. Mm. 
Oh, wow. And I really studied the entire senior living spectrum from the uh-huh. palliative to the more independent seniors. Yeah. So there's definitely a spectrum, That's right? Living, yeah. yeah. And I noticed that ageism is definitely a challenge, not just in Canada, I think around the world, mm-hmm. where after a certain point, older people are considered useless, ineffective, right? And mm-hmm. people don't visit them and they miss that social component, which is so important for any person to be with people who like, know, and trust them. Yeah. So as they were getting closer and closer to their death, what yeah. were what is something that you would notice on a daily basis, mm-hmm. you know, from a spiritual standpoint? Yeah. Would they be, you know, visited or would they be having conversations mm-hmm. with beings or something like that? Yes, there's a lot of experiences. One, one thing uh, for sure is the physical body goes into, um, you know, uh, a, a, a shift in their color, right? So their their legs would be purple, and they would have less, um, uh, you know, the breath is all is all different. It depends on the person, right? But spirituality, before I come to work, I would come into a dream with them, mm. so they would tell me a message, and I don't understand what is this message for. Yeah. So one particular time. I dreamt of uh, my beautiful Nora, and she said to me, she crushed the the wall of glass. Actually, her son crushed the wall of glass, and she said to me, please tell my son to forgive me. Mm. And so I woke up, and I'm just like, why is she in my dream? Because this person was alive, right? So I come to work, and I got the message that Nora passed away last night right yeah and so i come to the room i take care of the family the family came from seattle and because i'm so open to this i just literally say you know i don't know what this means to you but i had the dream of your mom and Mm. she was asking me to ask this to give the forgiveness from her son and you know yeah the family the daughter and the granddaughter started crying and they mm. said, yes, I have a brother that have not uh, kept in touch with my mom. Mm. And so it, right. yeah, it opens the, you know, it opens the heart of uh, the family. And, and, and yeah, they, they connect to me. So it's like a mediumship. Yeah. And during in the room, they will, um, I would always tell them, you know, um, I, I, I'm I'm a very joyful person, so I mm. I come into the room with joy, and they will call me. You're my angel. You're the dancing nurse, so I dance with the residents, and mm. yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. So this is probably the second or third time that yeah. I'm uh, hearing about an experience that you had, where the person who recently passed away in some way had a psychic communication with the person that they were in touch with. In your case, you were the nurse. And I strongly believe through my own experience and practice that once we uh, use, or once we know how to use our heart to send psychic messages across space and time, then the other person does receive the message. And uh, it's so so fascinating that this happens. But I think humans have this intuitive capability, right, of, of telepathic communication. And 
I'm not sure if you've got friends who are nurses, but I would love to have like a panel discussion, you know, like we have a lot of nurses, eight oh, to I, nine nurses yes, and all of them yes. having this amazing disc. Maybe we can organize that. Let's yes. do it. I'm actually going to introduce you to Zara Lalani. She's okay. a specialist in hospice okay. cancer. Yeah. And she has this interview with death and dying. Cool. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll plan something out, but it's it's great. It's it's uh, it's so interesting awesome. to note. Yeah. Mm. So, what are some of the lessons that you've learned from the dying so far? What is their biggest regret? Okay, the biggest lesson is uh, letting go of fear, fear mm. of death. Yeah, and that they want to to feel that they are loved mm. and that they are validated. So when I'm oh. with them, I validate them and that they feel loved by me. So I become like a, a channel right. of love that they didn't receive from their family. Mm. Right. So that's the biggest message of the elders that had that had been forgotten and they carry a lot of wisdom. So I, I used to interview my residents, but mm. I don't put it in public because it's privacy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Confidential. So yeah. I, I truly deal with them. There's their wisdom. I used to have this amazing farmer and he was in his nineties. And I asked him, what do you miss from being a farmer? And he mm. said, the sound of the universe. And I'm like, sound of the universe. What yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> I Googled it and the planets have sound. Mm. And when the astronauts are, are, are coming down to earth, there is a sound. So the right. sound of the universe is in the silence in the farm yeah. when he's tuning into this. So it's so fascinating how our mm. elders have a lot of ancient wisdom. Yeah, one thing I think we're missing out on especially because there's so much of modernization is that yeah. the light above is literally polluted, right? We can't yeah. see the stars. We can't see a shooting star. We can't see comets. Mm -hmm. But if we go outdoors and up the mountain, like mm -hmm. they say in some of these observatories, you can literally see like a million stars in the sky. Yeah. Maybe you can hear, hear the universe also. You can hear the universe. <laughs> That's yeah. why I love nature. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Being in British Columbia, I want to yes. experience more of nature. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely getting there. Uh, <laughs> what, what is your definition of ascension? Ascension. So for those who are new to this, you know, um, I was brought up as a Catholic. Mm. So in, in, in this Catholic religion, ascension is when we, uh, when we die and ascend into heaven. But ascension is literally transcending all your victim consciousness, letting go of fear, guilt, shame, and the map of consciousness by, you know, uh, David, Dr. David Hawkins is a prime uh, map for us to understand how we are vibrating as energy beings. So ascension is uh, letting go of the lower chakras that mm. you are, you know, um, speaking about and mm. allowing your your consciousness to reach a higher level of the cosmos and by that you are uh, having relationships with the ascended master the galactic being and 
literally activated your um, consciousness into being a multidimensional state of being. So mm -hmm. ascension is not dying, but it's dying to the old self and having a rebirth of your new uh, light body. It's, it's like reconnecting to your light body. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Fascinating. Our, our listeners love this topic. Now, by the way, uh, people who are watching this right now, it's live. So if you add a comment, if you add an observation, if you add some feedback or something that strikes you, make sure you add it in the comments below because I'm monitoring comments on YouTube as well as Facebook. Uh, and Tiza, I'm enjoying our conversation, but the microphone is, you know, Hello. adjusting a bit. Yeah, it's no, no, it's it's not. No, volume is proper, but it's just shaking a bit. So, oh wow, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. I <would. laughs> because I love the conversation so much, yes. and we're getting we're getting to an interesting place. Yes. But how did you discover the Akashic records now? Like, where were you? Yes. What was happening? Yes. Uh, you know. <laughs> okay, so in 2008. Okay. My, my friend told me, Tessa, you have to have a reading about Akashic Records. And I said, well, what is Akashic Records? I thought it was about music, because uh, records, right? Yeah. I was so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then I Googled it and stuff. And then I came into my, um, into my email. There's an Akashic Records uh, coming to town. So Jennifer Longmore from Toronto is coming to town. So I connected to her and she said to me, uh, I'm actually doing my first teaching in Akashic Records. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I signed up for everything. So for one week on 2008, July, mm. I was with Jennifer Longmore taking attunements from Ascended Masters, the Archangels, level one, level two. And then she told me, Tessa, you'll be a writer of many books. And you have to stop going to school. You're a master and you just focus on Akashic Records. And so I followed her advice because I used to go into so many workshops. Yeah. Yeah. And I just opened my records every day. I gave it for free. 50 people from the nursing home. I opened their records. I was just, you know, very passionate about it. So I had a lot of uh, practice. Until uh, by 2009, in six months, I established my business. And I started going uh, traveling with uh, Body Soul Spirit Expo. I went to Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, Los Angeles. I actually went to New York. And so I just went on. I'm very passionate. When I'm passionate, I go for it. I don't have, I don't have this uh, self-doubt. Mm -hmm. I just... I follow the guidance of uh, the spirit. Wonderful. <laughs> By the way, we've had uh, I've had Jennifer Longmore on my show. Did oh yeah, I've had yeah. Oh. She was really amazing. We spoke yeah, about Akashic Records. So I didn't know that you you know <laughs> studied with her. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So that's when you were introduced, and then you realized yeah. that you know that was your thing. You wanted to go yeah. deeper into it, and you started serving and supporting people. And that took you on your travels. So for somebody who's new to this, what exactly does the Akashic Records contain? Yeah. And how far back can you go? Oh. <laughs> so Akash is a, a Sanskrit word meaning ether, sky, mm -hmm. or primordial substance before anything becomes a form. So it's mm -hmm. like that, that creative 
juice, the substance, the zero point field, you know, the consciousness, the collective. So it's a very vast compilation of evolution of humanity, planets, and the universe. So everything that is in form is um, has a recording in the spiritual realm. So to make it simple, if you're an architect, you would have a blueprint before you build the house. Mm. So that's the Akash. So your soul has this vibrations and uh, you have traversed your multidimensional journey. And in this incarnation, in this limitation with the physical body, you will find contraction and it's like confusion. Who am I? What am I doing here? And who is this family that I have? Those questions will open you and lead you to finding the Akashic field. So the Akashic records, uh, eons of lifetime can only be tapped by the prophets, the sage, the seers. But now because of the, um, the consciousness that we are living in, uh, we have now gained access for the dispensation of grace, divine grace, mm -hmm. that we're able to see our highest potential, to see, um, to purify. This is a state of purification. So Akashic Records is not for the weak. Mm. It's, it's for the souls who are courageous to face their dark night of the soul. So they are able to help humanity and the collective and all their family members. So it, it is a very, very, very sacred space that we go into. And uh, the teachings that I received is actually through a sacred prayer. Mm. So it's an initiation to the Lords of the Akashic Records, to the Lords of Karma, to the gatekeepers, to the ancient uh, wisdom keepers. So with Archangel Metatron, who writes, records the scribe, he's a scribe who records the, the evolution of our consciousness. We are given the grace to enter, to understand, and why Akashic Records access is important because you have to see why things are happening in your life, like tragedy. My son literally died uh, two years and a half ago, Theo. And how I could see the bigger picture of the death of my son and what makes soul contract with Theo and how I was able to to find uh, healing and, and uh, surrender the tragedy and I was able to help others in uh, this, this realm of suicide, sex abuse and um, parenting. So I have a lot of clients who go through this, uh, uh, mental health, um, all these things are in our akashic records so right now the pandemic is a huge uh, collective awakening that we are given to to really go deep within deep within our our soul 
mm -hmm. the soul's vibration in multi-dimensional lifetime. So when you're looking at the Akashic records mm -hmm. and we think about the future, yeah. is it all written down or are these yeah. indications of what might happen? Like the potential, mm -hmm. you know, like potentialities yeah. like, and depending like a crossroads. on... So crossroads. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah crossroads. Okay. So what yeah. I see is a hologram. Okay. So when I open a record, I tap into your path that is in, that is recurring, has a recurring pattern in your presence, and how you can shift this and and uh, tap into your highest potential. But everything is here. Everything is is here now. It's an mm -hmm. eternal space. Yeah. But because of the linear mind, the third dimensional uh, body that we have. Uh, we get stuck in the past, we get stuck in the future. That's why people are not present. They work too hard, they work two jobs. They, they worry and fear of uh, their security. So they're not in sync with the soul's highest potential. So by the time, <laughs> by the time they, uh, they come to me, they're ready. They're ready to take the action. So the, my mm. clients are 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 actually um, wounded healers. Mm. Mo most of them are wounded healers because I find that I'm their uh, I'm their anchor mm. to to show up to shine. So mm. yeah, they have this emptiness and they have this kind of embarrassment. They can't get out of the uh, family dynamics, and they have all these gifts. Mm. That they need someone to share their uh, life because uh, the fa you know they're so stuck in the family and um, about the opinions of other people, and so this is where I'm at now. I create a community of wounded healers that mm. uh, that will help others yeah. uh, transcend. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> well, you can add one more to that list of wounded healers. <laughs> <laughs> me myself uh, but i agree you know uh, i think yeah you it's are. like if you're a healer and if you want to heal like you said it's like opening the pandora's box yes because then you're opening yourself to certain unexpected consequences stuff yes. that you could not could not have planned but then that is for you to go through that experience mm. so that you by your own volition can experience some mm. pain or maybe discomfort so that you can when you are trying to support somebody, you can say that I've been there too. Because yes. otherwise, <laughs> you won't have a frame of reference, right? Yes. And it's the most, I find healing, if you're going through mental illness and whatever, get a healer that went through mental illness. Okay. Okay? Because she or he can see where you are and how she can pull you out of that illusion mm -hmm. and bring you to your uh, own divine light, your, your Shakti, your Kundalini, that mm -hmm. will enlighten your illusion and fear. So that's, um, that's what's happening. I have a lot of teenagers, actually. They come to me because they know I'm Filipino. Mm -hmm. And it's just a family, a huge tribe of Filipinos. And they will just come. I, I'm like, where did you find me? You know, <laughs> and right. I just love these teenagers. They come to my home and I do healing for the whole family. I so the it. mother, the teenager and the father, because yeah. 
mental illness is the sickness of the family. It is of the whole family, right? Sometimes yes. it's like a karmic yes. familial yes. thing. It's karmic is a mm -hmm. bondage. And the, the one who's, uh, who's experiencing the illness is, is an ambassador yeah. mm -hmm. for the family to let go of their ego, right? Most parents have a lot of control, rules. Mm. Uh, they don't know how to parent consciously. So they're very yeah. unconscious. Mm. It's amazing. I love Filipinos, you know, <laughs> large families, <laughs> loads it. of energy music a lot, <laughs> a lot of good food it's such a good vibe you know and especially in vancouver a lot of filipinos it's beautiful but it's uh, full of drama too so i stay too much drama. Drama. That's, <laughs> well where you have a lot of energy and big family you have sometimes personalities also right and so you have entanglement <laughs> entanglement which is one of my questions we're going to come to that soon <laughs> but <laughs> i don't want, i don't want to jump okay but <laughs> you can be grounded exactly how, how did you learn about your life purpose through mm -hmm. akashic records like i know from for a fact that a lot of our listeners they are doing a job which they know deep down is not in alignment with yeah. their values and what they are called here to do right mm -hmm. and they know deep down they they have to do something else mm -hmm. but i'm curious about how did you go about you know uh, your purpose and where in that did being a nurse play Right, because you're you're you were a nurse, but then you were doing other things as well. So yes. I'm curious. Okay. Whoa, <laughs> finding <laughs> your purpose. I literally think your purpose is you within you, mm. and whatever you love doing as a child is the magnet to your huge uh, amplification. Mm -hmm. So I never question what my purpose because i already know that i'm i'm here i'm so aligned in my divinity mm -hmm. that there's nothing to ask where i should go mm. i am being led as a child as a wife when i was 19 i was trapped because this is called the wounded mirrors right i married at 19 and the same personality of my father so basically, my wounded soul took me to a relationship where I would be experiencing my wounds. Mm. And that is called sacred contract. Okay. So my ex-husband is my sacred contract to help me heal my wounds. Right? Got it. So when I was married... Mm -hmm. I, I literally hide to go to school to get all the requirements for nursing. And nobody knew that I'm going to school because I was uh, 27 and I just had a baby, six months mm. old. So Tiffany okay. was only six months old. And I then uh, I, I received the invitation for my nursing and I told my family and they're all shocked that I'm going to school. So, you know, uh, my purpose is always compassion, kindness, compassion, joy. Mm -hmm. Those are my direction. And I live within this compass. Mm -hmm. So if something is not uh, making me happy, then I do not belong there. Right. Yeah. 
Very something raises your vibration. Yeah, it's simple, mm-hmm. but but uh, a person is so complicated because she thinks or he thinks that um, there's something more that she's supposed to be doing. It's either financial, but the wealth is in your heart. So your wealth is in your breath, in your heart. And when you're when you know that deep within, wherever you go, you'll be abundant. Because you're always connected to the source. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you so you said that uh, you know from time to time we manifest relationships based on what aspect of ourselves needs healing or yeah. so like you said you manifested your husband because yeah. you wanted oh, to heal yourself soul. your wounded soul so at what point do you know that you're you're healed or do you keep yeah. attracting the same person again and again So at 36 I had a wake up call Okay so there's a 911 scenario in my family, and the police was uh, asking my son, Theo, uh, why did you do this? And then he says to the police, my father is dragging me to hell. Those words are so powerful, I woke up. I'm done with this marriage because I was staying in the marriage because of my children. Well, you know, when you have three children, you want a wholesome family, perfect picture. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my son said that to the police, I'm done with the marriage. Mm-hmm. I cannot listen to the words of my son and not be able to take him out of that equation. Mm-hmm. So at 36, I got divorced and my awakening was, uh, was coming around, you know. Uh, I've experienced the martyrdom, the sacrifice mother of three children single mother you know i was highly focused on education my three children went to private school because that's my upbringing education is uh, important mm-hmm. and then at the end i got free from all of this responsibility because they became responsible uh, citizens so that's you know the the mystery of life is true through hardships, 
I'm able to find light. Mm. And that light is my direct guidance mm. that I'm doing the best that I can. And I just, I grow every day. I am not stagnant. I'm not, I don't know anything. Is this actually the formula? I don't know anything. My mm -hmm. knowledge is like a, a little fractal of the universal knowledge. So I'm so humbled. Mm -hmm. um, and I love listening to doctors and highly educated people, highly spiritual people, because they, from them, I learn and I, it's like adoption. I adapt the character, the integrity, the lesson of this human beings that come mm. to me. So I see them like a library. So I'm like a library. Mm -hmm. I have books of people that come to me. Cosmic Soul is actually a library of the clients that came to me. Right. Right. So sure. that's how I tap into the records and rewrite the, the, the victim story. So I like storytelling, rewriting, and that's what it is. <laughs> so by the way, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this live, or maybe if you're catching a replay, make sure that you add a comment, give us a heart, give us a like, let us know that you're here because otherwise we'll not know. And I can see so many of you uh, are live right now. So yeah, give us give us a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are, feedback, observations, insights, some synchronous moments that you're experiencing right now. Bring it all in. Uh, but Tessa, I wanted to ask you, um, for somebody who's listening right now, how does a person attune themselves to the Akashic Records? How do they open their heart to receiving the information that they deserve to know? Any advice around that? Yeah. So we're literally tapping into the Akash. We're alive. Our soul is alive. We're mm -hmm. tapping for our soul. When you're in your zone, when you're an artist and painting, you're tapping into your record. You are an artist in many, many lifetimes, and you chose to be an ad, an artist again. Mm -hmm. You know. But this uh, sacred tool is actually an initiation from the masters. So you're coming into a school where the teacher had been initiated and opening this portal as a sacred space for you to to open your records. But you can, uh, you know, they're all over. I actually give my books for free sometimes <laughs> because I like the healthcare, my healthcare nurses, caregivers. I want them to have an access to this uh, Akashic record. Mm -hmm. So just go around and find uh, a teacher, a healer, a book that will open you up. It's so accessible. It's mm -hmm. a prayer and an initiation that you will um, access. <laughs> Wonderful. So it's sort of like a prayer and invitation that you do so that you can call in. Okay, cool. And, you know, diving deeper, you talk about uh, clearing, right? So you say clearing of entanglements of contracts of agreements and things like that. So what are entanglements? And how do they affect our life yeah. in the present moment? So entanglement is very, uh, you know, like real in your life. 
like if you're husband and wife you're entangled yeah you have the akashic contract you're uh you're you know entangled in everything really your mind your spirit your body so that entanglement can um it's either it's for the good highest of all beings or mm -hmm. it's uh victim consciousness so a relationship is an entanglement so we need to have this clarity what are we uh feeling right always connecting to the heart chakra mm -hmm. are we feeling good with this person are we feeling tense are we feeling uh belittled or it's really basic good mojo right if yeah. you're good you're in a good relationship there's no entanglement but if you're feeling all this animosity and you're here you know whatever that is negative you're yeah. got thing today i walked in the morning and i found all these beautiful colors of yellow mm. so the solar plexus is uh, is uh talking to us mm -hmm. gut feeling your intuition your trust this is our brain the gut is the brain right and people who have uh, problems with their gut mm. have a lot of problems with their uh, mind. They're, they're, there's a lot of confusion, entanglement. Yeah. Uh, they, they can't sleep right, you know? So yeah. all these things. So you need a healer, a spiritual healer, Reiki healer. Uh, there's so many um, energy healing modalities, right? Reconnective, there's bioenergy bioenergy healers, uh, the shamanic work, all of these uh, spiritual uh, methods are here for us to help ourselves, like release those blockages that are in our chakras that had been there imprinted um, within our karmic wheel. Mm -hmm. uh, from our parents, from our ancestors, our bloodline, so the DNA, all this clearing is happening now from uh, our collective. So the, the humanity is experiencing a lot of um, chaos. If you mm -hmm. have done the work, and if you have done the work, you're literally uh, abundant and shining and helping others to transcend. It's just really taking the action and claiming your divine birthright that you're here to help yeah i totally agree about the gut the gut plays such gut. a critical and important role um not just spiritually but physically as well and chemically too because the gut is the um the most responsible for the secretion of serotonin which is the happy feel-good yeah. hormone and I think if you feel good, then you're confident, right? I mean, these go hand in hand. If you don't feel good, then it's going to be hard to be confident in your own body, in your own soul. So I totally agree with the uh, importance of healing the gut along with focusing yeah. on the uh, on the solar plexus chakra. But, uh, you know, along those same lines, sometimes it feels like we've got these energetic blockages right and a silly holding holding us back yeah. and if somebody's listening to this podcast or watching the podcast they surely know what is your advice about clearing these unconscious subconscious imprints these triggers these habitual tendencies that we you know engage in without even knowing so how can we get to a place of more liberation and a yeah. fuller life how do you how do we clear this <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a very it's a very long process 
but you can access it um, in um, many ways. Literally, if you if you want to have a clear mind, meditation, mm -hmm. sound healing is an activation of your auric field, energy field. We have nature to ground ourselves, the microbiome. Mm -hmm. We have to tap into Dr. Uh, Zach Bush and his uh, field of uh, amazing microbiome. We Okay, so we have meditation, silence of the mind. We have grounding for our root chakra. So because when we're receiving cosmic downloads, when we're receiving a lot of electrical energy, so we're literally electromagnetic fields of the human being. We need to to ground this wiring because if we don't ground, we stay in the air, and mm. air is is like a a chemical bomb, like a uranium. You know, it's an atomic bomb. Yeah. So you need to open this portal and ground this into the heart chakra, we need to surround ourselves with uh, healers and tribes, with uh, the masters. Mm -hmm. you need access the ascended masters saint germain and the violet flame the violet flame uh transmutes all energy that is not of light and that brings us into the i am consciousness the crystals the crystals are here way back from lemuria and atlantis so the crystals i have here uh herkimer diamond mm -hmm. you can actually find this in new york herkimer yeah. diamond is about a high vibration of oneness. If you want to, to have a unified consciousness, you have this Herkimer Diamonds vibration and it it harmonizes and synchronizes your energy field mm -hmm. towards being light. So those are and smudge, right? So Palo Santo. I always have Palo Santo around. Yep. So yeah, this Palo Santo <laughs> smudging, lighting a candle. <laughs> So I have, I do rituals. Yeah. I do rituals, yeah. It's wonderful. I love crystals, but somehow when I get crystals, they always go away. It feels ah. like somebody else needs the crystals more than me. So yes. but I want to get more crystals and hopefully I will sometime soon. Uh, but I, I totally agree. You know, it's all about uh, creating an environment around you that is conducive and facilitates your healing process. Um I was going to say something, but I'm sure that thought process will come back. But the other thing I wanted to say was, uh, you know, we are the average of the people that we hang out with, right? And you've sort of alluded to the fact, the importance of community. Uh, and I've been wanting to do more activities here locally in Vancouver. How do you go about building your local community? How do you go about, how do you go about starting the process? <laughs> I think it was innate for me because I grew up in a uh, home with 25 mm. people. Yeah. So imagine you have 25 people in your home. So you're mm. so open to yeah. uh, being a part of the tribe. So I feel on 2009 when I opened my business, I was able to open my home. So I don't recommend this to everyone because I'm just, you know, whatever experience I have, I share. I opened my home. I have a falling out from the church. The Catholic Church, and I started opening my home to anybody who has a spiritual uh, inclination. Yeah. And so I have no beliefs, no religion. So open my home. It grew and it grew until uh, 2017. I started the Om Healing Community with my okay. uh, 
friends and we did five events and then i found my niche is social media so i i just always announce i have no shame or guilt i just i just become myself i'm my happy self and uh and people get magnetized to this energy so people who are shy comes around me so then they release their shyness yeah <laughs> and i think that and i always have uh food in the gathering food helps for sure yeah. <laughs> but right now of course we're we're in this um precautions yeah. with covid and yeah talk about uh -huh. tribe i want to announce that one august 8th and 9th we're here it's called 888 lions gateway event at nca it's niche crystals and amazing jewelry it's so beautiful i have like 15 uh healers it's only eight tables a day and we have a meditation on 8 8 at 8 p.m for the collective so i encourage you to go and uh see us and uh, feel the vibrations yeah, it's time to get out. <laughs> eight, eight, eight. I'm born on June eight, by the way, so I'm an eight too. You're an eight. Wow. Yeah, my my sister is also eight, April eight. Are so. you a nineteen? What year are you? Uh, I am uh, nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven. Have yeah. you done your numerology? In parts, but I think it's been a while since I've done a numerology sort of. Um, analysis report mm. but yeah um, i definitely resonate with it and so does my family it is like our lucky number in in our wow. family yeah um I, so yeah the thing i wanted to say was you spoke about church right i think church is very uh, one of the good things about church is that you're congreg you're congregating right your people yeah. come together sunday morning and you're used to it and you know, you meet community and, and you engage in spiritual activities, but if you're not a Christian, then it becomes challenging. Yeah. Uh, and it's wonderful that you have these communities, maybe on a Sunday morning, <laughs> where you can bring together people and have some nice food and talk about topics that uplift you and bring you to the next level. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I think we need to have more of that. And hopefully, yeah. once the uh, once whole the pandemic eases out, then we can have more uh, spiritual church <laughs> ceremonies. <laughs> yeah. But we froze on two, two, two. We froze. <laughs> Yay, right, uh, oops. Can you see me? Can you hear me? I could hear you. You know, we froze on two, two, two. We froze on two, two, two. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I definitely <laughs> sense there's some energetics associated with this. Yeah. Um, but uh, we we have there's a process of rebirth of our of our interview that's going on. But I wanted to speak about uh, you know what hurts us makes us whole. So what what do you what do you draw from that? So true. Your brokenness are the treasures in the darkness. Because through the brokenness, you're able to open your heart and allow the divine light to embrace you, to 
to sustain you. Because when, when we're hardwired, when we're core, our, our ego deflects all of this spirituality that we're talking about. Because mm-hmm. the ego repents. Like, you know, I, I don't want to hear anything about spiritual because I am strong in my body, in my mind. So it repels this opening. Mm-hmm. But when a tragedy comes to you, like a death of your uh, beloved son, beloved child it breaks open your heart and you are able to surrender your life because you realize i cannot control anything Mm. this is a divine blueprint that i'm in and how i could be like an eagle looking over the situation that's in my life mm-hmm. and see the higher perspective of the soul because we don't die. Mm-hmm. So my son comes to me as he speaks to me so clearly. So as a mother, I, I feel his presence, his consciousness. He directs me and guide me. I ask, right? Mm-hmm. So every human being has this capacity to tap into the spiritual realm, into their loved ones, into the stars, the planets, because we are energy beings. There is no time and space. Mm-hmm. But because of this contraction in your body, this is the um, breaking of your body, opening your heart, so then you were you're able to embrace and allow this huge expansive uh you magnificent you yeah i definitely agree i think it was rumi who said that the wound is where the light enters yeah. um, and these experiences that we go through whether it's uh, the loss of a loved one or like loss of a job that you've been probably doing for the last 10 15 years yeah. or something that's really hard to go through uh you know break up in a relationship these are experiences that really humble us and make yeah. us feel truly human yeah. and uh, realize that we're not all and everything but we are part of something yeah. that is so big beautiful. and wide and beautiful right and i i totally agree i mean it's it's the the what hurts us does make us whole or at least gives us an opportunity to seek uh, something that is uh, that is worth I seeking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing this with us. Uh, how did you go about processing this experience and dealing with the associated trauma? Mm. So um, with Theo, um, I wasn't able to sleep for a week after mm. the service. And I was lying down in uh, the couch that he used to sleep in. Mm. And I woke up around 4 o'clock in the morning and I had the uh, information. It's like his soul spoke to me that when he incarnated as a son, he chose me as a mother because his blueprint is to help me heal my inner child. So he came to earth and was sexually molested around uh, three years old. So for many years, I was in counseling with Theo I didn't know that it was for my inner child. I was healing my own sexual abuse as a child. 
So I became mm. stronger and he lived with me for 33 years. He never left me. Mm. So I became so strong that he is my uh, hero. He, he literally incarnated as, he, as my son to help me do the work. So I am doing the work of uh, parents who experience loss of their children, mm -hmm. children who are suicidal. I'm doing the work for uh, people who have sexual abuse. Even men comes to me who had sexual abuse. Yeah. This is huge, um, you know, vibration that we need to bring into the light mm -hmm. about death, that we don't die. We physically go back to Mother Earth. We had a rebirth and we are, we're eternal. We can access, communicate to our beautiful spiritual loved ones. Yeah. So it's huge. <laughs> That's yeah, I think it's huge and it's very rewarding as well, the work that you're doing. Because I think that uh, when it comes to suicide, you can't really tell that a person is going to commit suicide, right? The first people are usually smiling and they appear happy yeah. and normal, but you never know what's going on inside them, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And sometimes just when we check in with them and we uh, you know, support them or maybe we share some gifts that we have that have helped us that one thing can make you know a life of a difference and we'll never know about that that they were so close to suicide right so whatever work that we can do i think it's 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 worth it so thanks <laughs> cool uh based on what we've shared so far based on the stories that we discussed and uh stuff that we've been talking about, what is that one action step that you'd like to share with our listeners? Did you say action? <laughs> yeah, just one thing that they can probably explore or do or ponder upon or meditate upon, you know, something along those lines. I, just, I invite you to be authentic. I hmm. invite the listeners, whoever comes across this uh, message, to be true to yourself to accept, embrace who you are with your ego, with your, with your lightness. So then you're able to function with the yin yang, you know, darkness into light, darkness and light mm -hmm. are here together with us. We are human beings. So a lot of people are hard on themselves. And I find that ridiculous because this life, this snippet of physical vibration, is so short that why are you making your yourself work hard why are you hard on yourself when time is so golden right it's a golden nugget mm. so for me as conscious as i can be i'm always present with the person who's in front of me mm. whether it's uh, homeless whether it's my patient with our interview, I want to connect into the heart and the soul of the matter. So I don't have this illusion about the other person or the things that I need to do. I'm present with you. So then we can have this deep conversation. Oh, this is so beautiful. Someone's popping up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I invite people to embrace your darkness and how you can fully engage as your authentic essence yourself. Hope that uh, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a wonderful uh, next step. Uh, I totally agree. I, I'm a part of this uh, Buddhist community. I've got friends in this Buddhist community called SGI. I'm not sure if you know about that. But the idea is that there's a Buddhahood in everybody. And there's a potential within every being to realize their, their fullest selves. And irrespective of where they are today, I think when we have these conversations, my practice is at least to, you know, fully realize the potential because, you know, in the internet, social media age, like things can change, right? Things are yeah. moving so quickly that uh, things, people can change themselves. And so if we encourage them, even through our intentions, then that can be miraculous. So actually, Tribe, I hope you enjoyed today's session so far. We've explored some really uh, powerful and important topics, including the Akashic Records, how to raise your vibration, um, how to get rid of these subconscious uh, dormant blockages that are holding you back. And irrespective of whether or not you believe in this or you've experienced it firsthand, I'd say keep an open mind and a spirit of inquiry. There's a lot about the universe that we don't quite ex understand or we can't explain yet, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. It just means that science has not caught up um, and we probably need some more research and studies to understand these amazing and fascinating phenomena. I know the CIA has done a lot of research into psychic phenomena. So oh, just yeah. search, yeah, just search for Project Stargate. It's a top secret, obviously now open to the public, but Project Stargate, they uh, hired psychics to sense yeah. what's happening across geography, across space, and, and on Mars as well. So there was a lot of stuff that the CIA is fascinated in. And if they're fascinated, <laughs> you know that it's it's uh, definitely powerful. Uh, and And so... Keep your eyes, ears, and heart open. And uh, that's why Edgar Case once put, and he said, every moment of our lives, we are creating the images and patterns that give our future energy and shape. Right. So the thoughts that you have right now, you can really manifest your future um, and bring it to the present moment. Uh, and with that being said, we are now at our wisdom round, uh, which includes four questions so that our listeners can take note take action. So, uh, Teza, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received in your life? <laughs> the best piece of advice is uh, be happy. My son told me, he said, Mom, be happy. simplify your life. Be happy. If you could turn back time and spend one hour with someone who is currently living or dead, who would it be? My son, see you. And what is that one thing that you do in the morning or maybe in the evening before you go to sleep that has improved the quality of your life? I pray. I light candles. I do rituals. I smudge the whole house. Mm. And I ask God or divine, who am I serving today? And if you could recommend one book for our listeners today, what book would that be? Well, of course, my book, <laughs> but it's not, uh, it's not what I have in mind. It's actually, I've been reading this book and it's really touching me, mm -hmm. The Divine Thread. It's called what? The Divine Thread. By, the Divine Thread. Yeah, by a master, but the master's name is uh, Buddhist... Uh, and I, I can't come up with it right now. But the divine I, prayer? Is that what it is? Divine prayer? Thread. 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 Okay. Okay. Divine thread. Okay. Divine Got it. Thread. Yeah. Perfect. I just know. And I, 
I only read it like uh, one chapter for like every few weeks because I need to assimilate the energy mm -hmm. of the divine thread. It's a Kundalini amazing uh, healer that is alive right now, actually. I saw him on YouTube, but I forgot his name, yeah. Divine Thread. Cool. So Action Tribe, would you like to receive one book for free? Because audible.com is offering all our listeners, irrespective of where you are right now, you'll get one free Audible download with a free 30-day trial, which means that you can choose any book that you'd like from the Audible library, and you can start listening to books. And in most cases, the authors themselves read out the books to you. So in case you, you know, you're feeling called to start listening, go to my7chakras.com forward slash free book, my7chakras.com forward slash free book and start listening to your next book. So Teza, thanks a lot for joining us today. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're grateful for and how can we find you online? I'm grateful for we are alive. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for our life and for all the people that are coming into our lives. Praveen, beautiful medium. And I'm grateful for you, AJ, for you. opening your heart and your life and your service to humanity. You are a great messenger, a communicator, Thank as you. a Mercury planetary informant that you are. I am grateful for your calling. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So super excited to connect with you and hopefully we can have some in-person events in Vancouver. And that's exactly the reason why I want to connect with all these amazing beings like yourself from around Vancouver and British Columbia. Uh, but Action Tribe, if you're on Instagram, then make sure that you take a screenshot on your phone and uh, tag us. So tag me on Instagram and tag Teza. My handle is at my7chakras. That's at my7chakras. And what is your handle? I'm also going to take a screenshot. I'm going to take a photo. <laughs> it's an amazing moment. Yes. Really yes. <laughs> and so just tag us. Uh, yeah. And then we will share it with our community. Uh, and and spread the word. Awesome. So, uh, did you share your your website? <laughs> my name is my website teslashalsita.com. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In Facebook, social media. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, okay. So I will add that into the show notes. Super appreciate that. And as the next steps, if you have some feedback, any questions, any observations, and you'd like to reach out to me. My address is aj at my7chakras.com. aj at my7 is a word, my7chakras.com. So, Teza, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about the power of the Akashic Records and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to my 7 Chakras at my7chakras.com that is my s-e-v-e-n chakras.com you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.